I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. Manly versus the Eels. Um, yeah, look, let's talk about our boy, Arthur. I think that, you know, I think a lot of Eels fans will uh, be sitting there going, you know what, I'm kind of grateful that he got some time. I'm kind of grateful that he got some uh, NRL footy because his two try assists were when the game was on the line and they were behind. And in my opinion, if he doesn't have those earlier games to get him accl- acclimated to... NRL's footy, he probably doesn't have the confidence to throw those balls. So I just want to give a massive rap to Jake Arthur for for having the guts in those big moments to make the big plays. And also, Brad Arthur deserves a rap for picking the correct person. You know, everyone kept saying it's because he's his son, it's because he's his son. Well, clearly not. Clearly it was part of a plan and that plan has worked. Mitchell Moses is out. They need a guy that's got experience and Jacob Arthur stepped up to the plate on the weekend. Thoughts, Guru? I thought it was great to say. I thought his ball to was it Wonga Blake? Wonga Blake, right. incredible. Yeah. Over Saab's head, intentionally thrown so high, knowing that Saab's about seven foot, seven thousand foot tall. So much risk on that play oh. for a guy that's been booed constantly. And you know, if you throw an intercept to Saab, you're standing behind the sticks four seconds later. <laughs> if you got done. booed for doing nothing, imagine you would have got imagine booed for that. fucking losing the and game. Brookvale Oval. Oh. Yeah, so. Credit to him. I, I thought he was fantastic. I thought he, his kicking game was really good as well. I think he put on a try. Was it Gutho that he kicked for? I can't remember who it was off the top of my head. I think it, it was, was Gutho. Yeah, anyway, it, it was a perfect kick that he put in. So credit to, I know, uh, you know, D- Dylan Brown and, and Gutho were the stars of the show, but I just thought Jacob Arthur, he had every reason to completely <laughs> shit the bed then under all the pressure in the world and just go into his shell. <laughs> he did the opposite. He came out to, to, to go to Brookvale Oval mm. as a halfback. It doesn't get much tougher than that. Rookie, heavy track, tough, tough, tough away trip. And you've got the sure. opposition booing you, and then your own fans are fucking booing you as well. To stand up and do that, mm. a great knock. So well done to him. Timmy, what do you think about the Eels? Yeah, it's really perplexing one with Arthur. Like it's almost as though Brad Arthur had been picking him 
because he's good at footy <laughs> and not because he's responsible for his existence <laughs> on the earth. Um, I was so happy to see him after getting booed come out and kill it. He said, at, at important times, as Goose said, in the cauldron of Brookvale Oval, wonderful to see him step up. Um, really good sign going forward for Parramatta that mm. they can do it if they lose either of Brown or Mitch Moses. And look, it's only one week, but he stepped out under immense pressure and was really good, Jake Arthur, because they've got probably the best best depth in the comp across a lot of positions, Para. The mm. halves, there was a question mark around if one of them went down. Um, so really good there. And then on their left edge, we've sort of you, – you talk about the best edges in the NRL and, and best attacking edges in particular, and you think of the Bunnies' left edge, the Panthers' left edge. Tell you what, the Eels' left edge now with Brown, Lane, Sevo, um, they're just looking exceptional, aren't mm, they? Yeah, Dylan um, Brown, so good. Yeah. Good. Just the way he digs into the line, and he's just such a threat because you have to stay on him because he's big, strong, and fast. Actually, I saw the clip of your brother. He picked it up before the game. He's a freak, mate. So just recount what your, your brother said before the game. He just – he's, like, very good, Sam, at, at reading defensive lines. And his one on Sevo was that, like we have been here, he's been very critical of Manly's right edge for starters um, between Chess and a few other defensive issues. His big thing was that – when teams are playing, it's Manly. Because Foran is one of the best defensive halves in the comp, DC has his issues. Teams are always going to attack DC's edge. So, A, it opens up there. And basically just the amount of space that... You mentioned that Dylan Brown, how well he squares up and just draws in defenders, but he put emphasis on how quick Gutho is moving in the back line and his ability just to catch and pass at speed. Mm. He gets his line right every single time. So, Sevo, not only is he getting the space there... But then, you know, your fullback will come across who might tackle nine out of ten wingers in the comp. Try stopping Sevo one-on-one. So yeah. he ended up, yeah, he had a double within eight minutes of that yeah. game. And your brother, Sam Williams, obviously, of Canberra Raiders fame, um, he picked a double, didn't he? Yeah, he said, I think it was on our punting podcast, and his lock of the week was Sevo to score. And then just after, he was like, you know what, and probably to score double tries. And the week prior, we just laughed at him. But his lock of the week was Brent Naden to score. Mm. That was the Tigers against the Broncos. Tigers were paying about six bucks. Broncos, massive favourites at Suncorp. He goes, and he, his reasons there were just speaking about, which I'd never even considered. He said, look, I think Adam Reynolds is one of the best halves in the competition, been one of the best signings in you know, history for, well, one of, uh, for the Broncos, how good he's been from this year. And he was just saying how tight uh, Adam Reynolds defends to his ba- edge back rower. Mm. Um, and as a result of that, teams score a lot of tries down his edge out wide, like the winger yeah, in particular. Space, yeah. So he said there was no knock on him physically as defending, yeah. not even like his defensive style, but the space is created for the winger. Yeah. Naden scored within 12 minutes. Far out. And so that's, uh, go to SC Playbook 1, that's your Instagram, and the podcast that where Sam Williams does all the breakdown mm-hmm. of that, what's that called? Yeah, the half-backed podcast. So it's, it's you know, we look at punting plays and a few other things, but basically I've just wanted to get Sam's footy mind out there, and now that he's not affiliated with an NRL club, it's been a little bit hard to do, particularly from a punting perspective, but I just wanted to get his footy mind out there mm. and share that to people because uh, he's a genius, mate. Like yep. He knows his footy so, so well. And mate, if he ever wants to come on this genius podcast, he's more than welcome. If, yeah, more if than you start welcome. listening to him, I'll be out, he'll be in. And, you know, what it, <laughs> That'll be four geniuses on this podcast. <laughs> not you, mate. You're not a genius, bro. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah mate. I, the, the Eels, uh, um, look... As I've said all year, and I caught flack for it, I still think they've got it. 
I still think they've got it, and I think they're a scary team to play, and I think that they could go on a run where they win four games in a row. I really, really do. Guys, can I get you in the corner yet or not? Is he's on the side or no? Am I still crazy? I'm not going to waste your time. I just I was having a thing about like who, who could potentially play Penrith in the grand final. I still think Penrith are that far ahead of anyone. Mm. They showed it on the weekend without their halves. I just found it so hard trying to split literally team two to team mm. eight. So I, I can't put a line through anyone because I can't confidently say this is the team that will play Penrith yeah. in the grand final. Yeah. Um, so for sure, why not, Para? But you're not going, Guri? No, I, I don't think they can win a comp this year. I don't think they'll make it to the grand final. Okay. That's just, yeah. Okay. Having to be proven wrong, more than happy. I, I want to see Could you imagine Brad Arthur be final? successful. He deserves it. He was in the grand finals. Against Penrith? Against oh, Penrith. It'd best. be one of the yep. biggest grand finals. Outside of Roosters versus Rabbitohs. Matter of fact, it might actually be bigger because of the population. Mm. As we worked out on Wednesday's podcast, it's 2 million in Penrith. <laughs> <laughs> it's 2 million in the greater West, isn't it? Like on Wednesday podcast, I was like, isn't there like 2 million people in Penrith? But what I meant was it was in greater Western Sydney. It's, I think it's the biggest area, like densely populated I'm sure area. I'm the boys would have let you get away with that. No, we all, we, no one fucking got it right. We had to Google it and yeah, it was fucking 200,000. Um, mate, a Western Sydney grand final is exactly what this game needs. It is exactly what rugby league needs. And that's coming from a Broncos fan. It's, all, it's exactly like... Uh, the Queensland Grand Final, we needed that as a game. That, that Queensland, North Queensland versus Broncos, whether you hated, it, hated those teams, loved those teams, that ending, uh, the call from Ray Warren about JT going into immortality, like we needed that as rugby league. And I think just as much with Penrith Panthers and Western Sydney, it's almost Penrith Panthers have like revitalised Western Sydney. There's so much energy out there now. Pan, Panthers versus Para in a Grand Final. Oh, oh. my God. Be so hectic. It'd be so hectic. The only other thing I could think of is like maybe doggies and para in a grand final, but I just think Penrith para. We need Penrith para in the first prelim and South Roosters in the second prelim. That's what we need. South Roosters grand final. I remember doggies, doggies and eels in 09 when Hayne went on that freakish run of form, that famous Parramatta run to the finals and the prelim final. I think it was at ANZ Stadium Mm, and it was just shock a block full of people. The atmosphere. I wasn't at the game, but even just watching on television was like nothing I'd ever seen before. Mm. You, yep. you know, you, you then go and do Parramatta versus Penrith in a grand final. Could you imagine? Oh, I was at the, that game, Timmy. That yeah. was that was one of the craziest crowds I've ever been a part mm. of rugby league wise. There was eighty thousand there, and they split the crowd in half. So yeah. half was yellow, half was um, blue. It was outstanding. Far out. Could you imagine Penny Panthers versus Para? Aria and like and, and look, I know this sucks for Storm fans. It's looking like most likely they, you know, probably won't make the finals again. Happy to be proven wrong. So there's a, there's a real possibility. Like, because who, who else? Like, it's an open race. You got Cowboys. You got Sharks. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say Cowboys and Sharks are that far ahead of the Eels in chances to to get into a grand final. Like, I really don't. I'd fuck yeah. It, Could be it, anyone. It, Could be it's anyone. almost at the point where you wouldn't mind finishing fourth and playing Penrith. Then at least you avoid them until the grand final. Yeah, it's a good oh, point. great call. That's why Broncos need to get fourth. <laughs> like you, you, you've got one free throw at the stumps, and to also try some shit and it's try and clear, and clear his first game back too. Yes, so it's, it's not like, a bad spot to end up. Yeah, fourth is actually what you want. You have to go to Blue Bet. It's <coughs> going to be a pain in the ass. Yeah, but sure. You then you don't like that's what South Sydney did last year. They they, they beat yeah, them week one, then they put yep. them on the other side, and they didn't have to see him again yep. until it didn't work out. Mm. Obviously, as Maddie can tell us, but <laughs> it's still not a bad spot to end up. What a what a sliding doors moment that intercept 
What a sliding doors moment. And I'm not trying to be a dick, bro. I'm just saying. Like, you're talking to a Broncos, ex-Bronco. We got fucked by fucking felt in the corner. Jesus. Moment of silence, please. Um, anyway. Uh, just remember, guys. Dad drop. The dad drop is dropping. The pre-sale is dropping Wednesday, 6 p.m. We've got cool dad shirt. We've got the best dad shirt. And we've got grumpy dad shirt. Basically, you spend 120 bucks. you get your choice of a shirt, you get a bloke cooler um, cooler bag, which we haven't released yet. They're, they've never been released before. It's actually it's just behind me. Uh, if you go to YouTube, you can see it just behind me. Um, actually, I'll get it up so you can see it, boys. Here it is. Bloke cooler bag. Boom, right there. Then you also get a six-pack of your choice, so you can choose lager or midi, and you get a stubby cooler that has dad written on it. That is Wednesday, 6 p.m., going live. Be there. You know, if you've got a dad, or even if you are a dad, tell the missus, tell the kids, or buy for yourself. Hey, spoil yourself, mate. Bloody hell. You go to work all week, you're, rip, you're bloody ripping and tearing all week with your bloody family, mate. <laughs> bloody spoil yourself, mate. Even though you probably spoil yourself every weekend with a 1,000 beers, just spoil yourself with a... With a bloke pack. Also, the short shirts will be sold separately, forty nine ninety five each. Um, that's Wednesday, six pm. Also, bloke beer. Uh, whew, it's the best beer in all the land. Bloke middies. Head to our website. You go to the store locator. You can actually tick the midi box. Put in your postcode. It will show you the nearest stockers of the midi and OG bloke. So the bloke lager, smooth, easy drinking beer. Beer that tastes like real beer. Beer for bloke to turn up for their family, mates, and good times. The OG bloke is in every single bottle and celebrations, Porter's Liquor and IGA Plus Liquor in New South Wales and ACT. You even had a few people message me on the weekend and said, I can't. I went to my local uh, IGA Plus Liquor thinking, nah, there's no way they stock it. And boom, they stocked it. So if you've got a bottle a celebrations, a Porter's Liquor or IGA Plus Liquor near you in New South Wales and ACT, they will stock bloke. Uh, also, we're in every single celebration superstore in Queensland. Go to blokeinabar.com. We've got Hundreds of other stores. We're in hundreds of stores all across Queensland, New South Wales, uh, Victoria, ACT. Go to blokeinabar.com. Check out our store locator. Everything's going to be bloke, uh, based around blokeinabar.com and bloke.shop. So if you want merch, the store locator, head over to the website now. You can also join the bloke club. Go to bloke.club. You join up. You get text when everything's dropping. We're also going to be starting to do like discounts, all that good stuff. So join the bloke club. But let's get back to the footy. Let's get back to the footy. Now on to the Manly Sea Eagles. Um, what's going on? Is there a big, big news drop? Nah, just, just Batuta doing some of their best work. Oh, what was it? What's the article? Um, I don't know what I'm allowed to read out and not. So. Oh, okay. Uh, Batuta, Batuta wrote, and Batuta is a satirical. Nation's weak-gutted dog kids warned to get their act together or Ricky Stewart will light them up in a live press conference one day. Oh, fuck. <laughs> the tutor is all time. The Raiders um, just released actually a, a statement around Stewart and all that and it was um, very political and well said, saying they don't condone his words and they're happy with whatever the NRL do hand down, punishment-wise, so that didn't yeah. do much They would already be in discussions with the NRL. Yeah. I think they'd already get a feel for it. And also, I think the NRL would already be telling him, mate, you, you need to say this, you need to do this. Um, because Stuart, Stuart had his meeting with the NRL this morning, so yeah. I feel like it might come out today. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a, it's just an unfortunate situation. And, and again, some people that are sitting there going, oh, mate, he just said how he felt. Just imagine if that was your brother, your son, you know, your sister, whoever got spoken about like that, you'd be devastated. I know I'd be 
fuming if anyone did that. Um, especially, yeah, anyway. Uh, now, on to Manly, boys. Look, I, probably one of their poorer games in a while, to be honest. I've been a bit, bit of a fan of the way Manly have, like, really circled the wagons um, after the loss of Tom Dravojevic. I think a lot of us may have thought, Tom Dravojevic gone, they are out. But this was one of their more disappointing games, in my opinion. They just didn't seem to have the same, I guess, energy as they've had in recent weeks. Um, what you, what, Timmy, what did you think about the, the Manly Seagulls? I was just disappointed with Manly, who, who have like forged this reputation under Desi Hasler as just this gritty side who you know, get up against adversity. And for the first half, to a degree, they did. Uh, it really disappointed me that they conceded four unanswered tries in that second half. I thought, you know, when it was sort of neck and neck going into the half and whatnot, that at Brookie Oval, you know, they were going to go, you know what, tumultuous week, here we go, let's dig in this second half and get a win, a really important win. Uh, and it went the opposite way. And yeah. cr- credit to Parramatta, they, they're the side that did lift uh, and Manly didn't. So yeah. I, I was disappointed in that in that yeah, regard. For sure. Just quickly, got some, uh, not breaking news, but some sad news. Melbourne Storm have tweeted, everyone at Melbourne Storm is saddened to hear of the passing of Felice Kofusi, father, uh, Taniela. On Saturday morning, Felice will miss Thursday match against the Panthers to be with his family. Our thoughts are with Kofusi family during this time. Absolutely, you know, thoughts are with Kofusi. Very, very sad for him. Um, yeah, definitely sending out all the thoughts and, and I guess just hoping Felice and the family are okay. Um, very, very sad times. Very sad times. Um, what did you think about Manly Guru? Yeah, I wasn't really sure what to expect. Obviously, coming off last week um, when the you know the seven boys came back into this side, I had no idea. Between Parramatta being one of the more inconsistent sides in this comp and Manly coming off the week they did, I had no idea what to expect. But I think you sort of touched on it. With Dez, I sort of expect siege mentality. Mm. Gather all the boys together, get them up for it, and kind of got the opposite. They had little flashes in this game and they looked <coughs> decent, but... I don't know, I just, I always sort of thought Parramatta were on the front foot, essentially. Yeah. 88% completion rate for Parra. Ooh. Very hard to beat a Parra side that's completing that. And that's like, the, the top tier sides like that, all you need to do is complete high, and you're going to be tough to beat. Um, it, it's, yeah, with Manly, I, st- I still think they've had a pretty solid year, you know, mm. but... This basically puts them out of finals contention, I think. Um, what's the the ladder there, Maddie or Guru? Get that up for us, please. Don't, don't have my iPad. Um, yeah, it's a tough one because you don't want to sit here and go, oh, you know, they've been solid without their fullback. Mm. You know what I mean? It's almost that's a ex- low expectations for a club that would be saying we should win a premiership. There's a plenty of clubs that have missed, lost their main guys and gone on to, you know, have a real crack. Yeah, they're, they're, two, they're two wins behind the Chooks as it stands right now. Mm. Assuming Manly knock over the Titans this week. If they do, that'll put them one win behind if Roosters lose to the Cowboys. But then the Roosters have got the Tigers at, uh, at the SCG the week after. The other thing is Manly's four and against is minus eight. The Roosters is plus 107. <clears throat> Manly do go Titans, Sharks. Sharks is at Manly. Mm. Raiders, Bulldogs. So they're four very, very winnable games. Mm. So... I wouldn't put a line through them just yet, but they said the four and against will not going to help. But I think that Manly Raiders game in three weeks is going to be critical. Yeah, mm. super critical. Mm. Well, whoever loses that out of the Raiders and Manly are done. Yeah, yep. 
So but, yeah. they, but they need basically need Roosters to drop two of the four games minimum. Mm. Oh, tough, actually, three. Really tough draw. Well, three, Roosters. because they, they've got to get in front of them on four and against. Yeah, yeah. So basically, they need Roosters to lose three or four, which I cannot see happening. They, which, they, they, sorry, mate. No, no. Well, you're I say they say fa- I was say. Yeah, they face the Cowboys, Storm, and Bunnies. So all, you know, tough and quite tough. Uh, Tigers as well, but mm. could happen. Yeah, look, I mean, it'll be devastating. If Roosters were to lose three or four, fuck. Interesting. And, you know, the Roosters play the next two weeks is at the SCG. Then they go to Amy Park to play Melbourne. And then they played their new ground versus South Sydney. So, what a game that's going to be. That's going to be, be, gonna be an wait. incredible game. Um, Have you already got tickets? Yeah, I, the minute they went on sale, I jumped on. Can't Far wait. out. I've seen a little bit of the stadium. Looks hectic. Yeah. Far out. New stadium. And is it so it's built like the good stadiums, like close to the ground? Yeah. yeah. Not fucking 2Ks away. <laughs> We've got binoculars on to watch the footy. Um, yeah, so like Manly, uh, I thought Jason Saab outside of his uh, tackle that he got put on a platform, I thought he was actually pretty good mm. um, on the weekend. I think that, um, you know, maybe the fact that Smalley played so well, Tui Pilotu seems like he's cemented his spot. Maybe that was a little bit of pressure maybe on, on Saab and he come out and delivered. I uh, love when, um, when Foz throws those just floating ball. Oh, like, you yeah. just throw it and then let him work around the ball. Like, yep. they're, they're so dangerous. Yeah. Um, far out, he's quick, man. Sabi, he's just... I, I think at top speed, he's probably the quickest in the comp. I, I just think that he's just got the perfect physique for that top speed. I think over 10, you'd probably find quite a few players quicker. But, um, yeah, that top speed is something else, seriously. And just especially when Foz throws those balls, like, you see Saab, like, he doesn't fly onto it. He waits, he waits, mm. and then he times it so that he like you can sort of just throw that pass with enough float that and he'll just make it work wherever it is. It's it's very impressive. Do you see see the hammer and Ado Car with that kick from like, yeah. from Burton? And yep. Ado Car had the the momentum behind him. He was already steaming on. You thought he was going to fly past him. Hammer lifted a gear and got to him like well before yep. it. Oh. Um, I would love to see like a young Fox versus Hammer. Because, like, Fox is a bit older, a bit bashed around. And like, he's put on weight yeah. to, to yeah. come out of his own end. I, I still think Fox, early days, I still think that's the fastest I've seen. Really? I really do. Yeah, he was quick. He was quick. Um, also, just quick shout-out, Wonga Blake's put-down. Is that the greatest put-down this season? <laughs> it's right up there with him. Yeah. Like, a blo- Wonga Blake, for me, he, he's so frustrating because you can see the incredible potential. And then just some games he just has these brain explosions and you're going, Shit, just hold the ball. But I think like that try, that's his potential. That's what he could be. He is so gifted as an athlete. He's strong. He's fast. He's aggressive. He's he's willing to get in contact. Um, and I thought that try is his 150th NRL game as well. What a way to cap off 150th. What a fucking put down. He's got the near per- perfect physique for an NRL outside back. 100. percent Totally agree. I remember talking to Roger Fabri like mm. 18 months, probably two years ago now, and I asked about oh, who, who would win a race, you know, and we were talking about it, and he sort of said, oh, the guy that's got the best mechanisms for running in rugby league mm. is Wonga Blake. Yeah. And that would have been 60 or 70 first grade Does games. Does like well. beautiful long strides. He's, he's fucking – he's got so much potential. I, I hope he – you know, he's been pretty good the last few weeks, if I recall correctly. There was a few weeks where I was going, fuck, I think he may need some time in reserve grade. But – He's, he's slowly picked himself back up again. So um, I, I still don't think we've seen the best of Wonga Blake. I really don't. Oh, I, I think up until now, I've always sort of considered him a better athlete. Footy player? Than a footballer. Mm. Uh, but I think that gap is closing. He's another. Like, imagine if he would have stayed at Penrith and he would have still been there now. Mm. 
in that back line. Yeah, far out. Like, it's not like he's landing in a bad spot. Yeah, yeah. If he was in that Penrith system, it'd be scary. Mainly, is their season done, boys? I think so. Pimmy? I don't think so. So with that run home, mm. I think they're. I think they could be good enough to to go on that run and, mm. and sneak into finals. Look, I'm not I'm not banking on it, but I, mm. I'm not putting a line through them. Not. Yeah. Look, if I had to bet on it, I would say this this season. I, I just can't see the Roosters going losing three from four and them winning. They got to win what four from four then? Yeah, and that's the thing. I, I think it's got more to do with the other sides than Manly. Yeah, like. Mainly to go four from four. I just have they even gone on a four win win streak this year? I doubt it. Be tough, really tough. Look, the positive for Manly is though, and I know we say this every year, but uh, Ruben Garrick, I think he's been outstanding this year. Had had a few errors on the weekend defensively, um, but I think he's been one of their best players all season. Yep. So you've got a guy like Ruben Garrick with way more experience. They look like they've got more depth than ever ever in the. Um, the outside backs, they're really... I mean, I, I, Morgan Harper, I think, although he still has an error in him, I think he's been... Mm. He's, his form has absolutely turned around, like, absolutely. Um, another real interesting thing, though, is the Schuster situation. We spoke about this a few weeks ago, and a few people were like, bro, relax. But I feel like I'm getting, con- I'm getting concerned. Well, I, I kind of wish... Respectfully, too, Foz, I kind of wish he was out this weekend so we could see where their cards are at. Do they play Schuster at six? Because, like, Weeks was an 18th man. I reckon that if he was out this week, I reckon there's a good chance they would have played Weeks at six next week. Schuster didn't make the bench. No. Is he injured? Like, if he's injured, then put him injured. I, I just... What do you got there, mate? Got a very, very interesting stat. So, Manly have been on a four-game winning streak this year, early in the year, and three of the teams were the... Th- three of the four teams they're playing in the next four weeks. Oh, really? So the Doggies... I mean, we do know they get up for... Yeah. The Doggies, the, the Raiders, and the, the Titans were all wins in that four-win streak, and they're playing those teams. Okay. And on top of that, we talk about the Roosters needing to lose three or four. It would kill you, kill you to hear this, but the Rabbitohs and Broncos, who were on 26 points, their bunnies falling against his 108. Uh, differential. Broncos is 51, so Manly are neg eight. So if Manly go and win four in the trot... That bridge is going to gap. They mm. could even go ahead of them. The Bunnies, their next four games are Parramatta, Penrith, Cowboys, Roosters. Mm. They could easily lose three of those four. Yep. Uh, Brisbane, we'll see what happens with them. They have winnable games. They have some tough games. So, so if they lose, the Broncos would have to lose four from four? Three from four. So if they, finish on, if they win one of them and finish on 28 and then Manly do go four from four, they'd be on level on 28. And we'd probably have a better... Oh, we'd have a well, worse. That's what I'm yeah, yeah, so yeah, you'd be, yeah. If wow. that occurred, you'd be worse. So, wow. so it's not only the Roosters. Like Brisbane can drop out. The Bunnies can drop out in terms of for, for say, Manly. Yeah, So it's wow. not just the Roosters. Tell you what. I'm Kevy Walters. And all, Roosters, Rabbitohs, oh, I'm, I'm almost explaining that to the boys. Be like, boys, we are so close to being dropped out. Mm. So, yeah, wow. If the Broncos dropped out, what a disaster. What a disaster. How? When you think how incredible they were in the top four, like they were cemented, that would be an absolute. I mean, same with the Rabbitohs and Roosters. Imagine if, Maddie, imagine if the fucking Rabbitohs dropped out. You know what I mean? Like they've done so well to get where they're at. Yeah, okay. So, best thing about it, Maddie and his bunnies six, your Broncos seventh, my Raiders ninth. Could be a fiery round 25 podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, it could be for sure. 
Wow. I mean, what I do love about this, though, is that, like, look how exciting the last four weeks are. Mm. Because last year was not exciting. <laughs> Seriously. Like, yeah. it was so bad. This year, the fact that we've got all these big clubs that can be dropped in and out, amazing. Amazing. Um, so, okay. Manly definitely could then. Definitely could. Um, so, I, I think, like, if they do make the eight, Desi deserves massive wraps. That's a massive turnaround for sure. But just back to the Schuster quickly. Um, Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Is there a world where, like, they part ways? Like, I, I think there's definitely a world where they could part ways. But then Manly's gotten rid of Warren. Yeah, they've yeah they, they've obviously got this young finder that's coming through that they've signed on a decent deal there. They've got as as we said last year, so they've got Kate Cust over in England that they get first dibs on him as well. So as much as it doesn't look, fan, I mean. <clears throat> And if you do get the older Finu back, I, I, I don't know where all that's up to. I mean, you could potentially play Croker in the halves if need be. Um, he, he hasn't always been a hooker, hasn't has he? No, he's he half. half. He half. So yeah. like, they've got options. I I just I don't like the optics coming out of Schuster and Manly at the moment. It just doesn't. Imagine how many, not right there. Imagine how many clubs are just, would be licking oh. their lips to get a guy like Schuster on their mm-hmm. roster, licking their lips, like. Like, even Melbourne Storm, like, there are a bunch of clubs that could use a guy like yeah. Schuster. What would you sign him as? Oh, fuck. I think it's pretty evident he wants to play six, isn't it? Like, surely it's not just a manly 5'8 thing. Should well, he, I mean, he may be put in a position where he just signs wherever fucking... Like, wherever they want to put him, he'll go, kind of thing. Um, What do you sign him as? Oh, that's a I, tough call. Oh, I just think, though, like, and I love Josh Schuster. He's very talented, but... Have the optics not maybe hurt his market value a little bit? Like, it just makes no sense to me why he isn't. Nah, I think we've realised how hard it is to find a high-quality half. I think a lot of clubs would be willing to throw a bit of cash at If he is the next big thing, I think a lot of clubs would be willing However, to do However, I think it's – when we talk about a high-quality half, I think that's a high-quality game-managing half, mm. whereas Schuster doesn't fit that billing. Mm. I think there's a lot of good ball-running 5'8s around. So mm. I, I don't think it's as important as that game managing halfback. Yeah, but like I just think that potential. There are so many clubs desperate mm. for a, a great six. Like you need you need a good managing seven to partner Josh Schuster. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But it's like a monster thing. Like you need a good managing seven to partner mm. with him, and like he's still one of the most valuable players in the comp. I just think that his talent and his potential is so great. You're going to get a club willing to like fight for him, and I reckon. Look, on the open market, I reckon you could probably get four fifty five hundred on the open market. I reckon I potentially could get more than that. Yeah. More, you reckon? I wouldn't pay more for. for I, I reckon. I, I think there will be some desperate clubs that will. But I also like. I, I think you make a really good point that if you know all these clubs are going to go after him, who's it going to be? Is he going to solve the Knights' issues? Mm. No, I don't think so. Is he going to solve the Titans' issues? Well, I, I see clubs like the Storm would be really keen if they lose Monster for sure. Um, <laughs> I think if you were going to sign him as a wide running forward, you could even, I mean, 
You could even oh, it depends what they're doing in their halves. Yeah. So really, it's the storm if Munster's position opens up. Imagine Schuster and Foz as the Titans halves next year. Oh. <laughs> that would be hilarious. That would be uh, fucking hilarious. Yeah, okay. Because when you what other clubs? You know, Burton is set. set at Canterbury set. I mean, if St George Tigers have joy to Benny Hunt, they're okay. Tigers have got halves falling out of their ass. St George could probably use him. I know Amone is coming mm. through, but like they could, you know, I think St George with Benny yep. Hunt and him could be all right. Big ball running six. Good mates with uh, Moses Sully too. Yeah. You can put them on the left edge. Could be interesting. Yeah. Don't mind that. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. It's oh, interesting. I, I just don't think there'd be clubs falling over themselves to sign this guy like there would have been three months ago. Or at the start of this season, anyway. The start of the season would have been... Three yeah, months ago was a stupid right. comment. Start of this season. Because, like, remember last year how important he was to their... Like, yep. he was a big part of their run into the finals. I was honestly sitting here in the preseason going, if Foz gets injured this year... It might be a little blessing because mm. you bring in this kid who yeah. can be – and it just hasn't panned out that way. I wonder what's going on there. It's bizarre. The fact that he cannot make the side is just – There was – what was it? Two weeks ago, Andrew Davey was out with COVID. They went with Ben Trevojevic. And on the bench here, they've gone with Ben Trevojevic and uh, Ethan Bullimore over yeah. Josh Schuster. Like, Very interesting. Bullimore started the season left edge. They chose. They decided they didn't want him. They brought in Davy. Now, like he's essentially sitting behind Bullimore, Burbo, and Davy now yeah. for left edge back row. Yeah, far out. He must be injured. Must be carrying injury, and that's just hurting his confidence or something. Because like just, or maybe they're just trying to. They feel like this kind of tough love will, you know, dividends in the long run for them. Mm-hmm. If they, if he's going to be a key player, he just needs a little bit of tough love to get him. I don't know. Because you can't, like, it'd be interesting if we could see him play in reserve grade, you could kind of get an idea where his mindset's at. And that's the thing, if you're going to play him at six, I don't understand why we're spending a whole year not him not playing rugby league. Yeah, just put him in, in New South Wales Cup at six to learn the trade and, and whatever. Yeah, really interesting times. I like, I really like Schuster, and I think he's got literally, arguably the most potential of any half coming through. That's how, like, a big, silky mm. ball player like that, the potential is endless. Seriously is. Um, yeah, well, really interesting times. I think you guys have convinced me that Manly are still a chance of the eight. I think that I agree, Timmy. Like, when you look at those teams and you look at the Broncos and where they're going and the Roosters and the Rabbitohs, they, they could make the eight. They could make the eight. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.